front is doing their job. It's the back that seems to be uh, struggling, I think. I started the podcast, Joe. Oh, for real? No, oh, for real. Hey, for real, for real, like, for real Williams. For real Williams, we started the podcast. Joe, <coughs> bring the energy. I, I, I'm sure my delicious throat clearing is, uh, is uh, going to make for an audio treat for those people listening. <laughs> Joe, what do we do on this podcast again? What do we do? We get hard, we get wide for mysteries. Hey, Nina called your sign-off bullshit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I said... That's- Said Nina, we need a sign off like Joe, and she said Joe's one is awful. I awful. mean, she said love you bye, so I think she uh, needs to take a good look <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> oh man, this mystery today is one of those crazy ones. I love a crazy one, Joe. A crazy mystery. Yeah, man. This is a. Uh, I'm going to give you a props here, Rich, because I think we start every single uh, episode if you go, "Oh, it's a good one." I mean, different. you're saying it's crazy, so I'm now, but you've got my attention. You know why? Because this one is different to kind of all the other mysteries we've done. Well, you've got me by the hairs of my balls. Good, good. I want it to get you by the hairs of your balls. There's not many of them. Okay, uh, all right. You've got the ones that are connected to my interests, so hit me. What you got? I just want to find the right place to start. Hold on. Mm, interesting. Yes. No, that's not happened to me, but okay. Right. Um, okay. You're meant to ablive for me, Joe, whilst I oh, fucking sorry, find the thing. I was thing. daydreaming. What are you saying? Fucking what are we just talking about? What Jesus. The fucking... <laughs> we've lost all of our listeners, Joe. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was literally in my head. Joe, oh, we're, doing, we're doing a fucking podcast. Yeah, that one I'm aware of. We're doing a, a crazy mystery. I'm tr- I, I, fucking, I'm just gonna have to start. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, hold on. I'm, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Mm. <clears throat> All right, listeners. Well, while we hold on for Richard to, I'm assuming, put his trousers up. Um, no, let, I, let me know what a potentially better sign off would be. Uh, uh, potential uh, podcast critic slash uh, podcast. Uh, what's the word when you're like rivals? Rivals. That's right. Because she's doing a podcast with you, and I'm doing a podcast with you. Maybe she sees me as a. She's got. She's got to be the new blood and push me out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Nina was the watcher. I don't know if you know, but she was the watcher. Maybe. She, maybe she's just a massive racist because I'm English. <laughs> just like these fucking shit English people. Um, okay, I got I got the point. I didn't want to ruin the story. We'll, we'll show you real racism. We live in South Africa. We know how it's done. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's go in. So, a co-worker of mine, not mine, the person who wrote this, You're Joe. You're telling the story. I'm well aware, but yep. thank you. Named Christine. Wait, wait. Someone wrote this in. Yeah, man. No, not for us. Not for us. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's, that'd be really exciting. We'll get there one day, Joe. Uh, recently shared a disturbing discovery she made following a recent trip to the grocery store, Joe. Yes. A small, folded-up piece of paper inside an otherwise inconspicuous Lunchable's box. (laughs) Inconspicuous. (laughs) Lunchable box. What is a Lunchable box? A box that could be used for lunch? Listen, bruv. 
Because yeah. it makes like they're, they're making it sound like it's a box you would like to eat. Listen, bruv, you've been to the grocery store. You've done your grocery shopping, like Joe does yeah. many nights. You come home. When you come home in one of your containers of whatever shit you bought, you find <laughs> a piece of paper. Ah, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, go on. Sorry, sorry. The paper can only be described as gibberish. <laughs> Not like the coded messages of the Zodiac Killer, readable only by cipher, mm-hmm. but semi-coherent conspiracy-laden ramblings neatly typed on your basic white computer paper. <laughs> it's basically just... <laughs> Go on, Joe. The person who got really drunk and... <laughs> <laughs> the message... In so far as it made any sense, seemed a hodgepodge of every popular conspiracy theory. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, of course. Okay. If you can. I'm going to try my fucking best. Um, right. Now, this is genuinely what it says, guys. I haven't lost my Bro, fucking... I'm not having yeah, a stroke. Can you, can you send it to me on WhatsApp? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Send it to me and then read it. I want to try and follow along and see what... Your uh, interpretation of this uh, gibberish is Fuck slash it. drunk dyslexia. Hold on, listeners, this guy's making me multitask. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, I'm making uh, Richard do a job here. We're not in the same room, unfortunately. Fucking hell, right, hold on, I'm nearly there. Yep, there's the message done. Sorry, listeners, Joe's making a really bo- boring podcast for you today. <laughs> yeah, I apologise, guys. Have you fucking got it now? Yes. All right, fucking got it. Okay, so, secret societies, ties to terror mass shoots... Go unreported. JFK, Lincoln, Wilson. Warmed up of SS. A secret sign symbol. Says, unites SS. Their symbols tie to Satan. Not Sorry, Sutton. Saturn. Lord of the Rings. Time. To- Toyota or Audi. <laughs> Registration. China, Islam. Who's Creek. <laughs> That's the WHO. W ball, star, clock, prayer, wheel, cross. Right, stop there, because this is really long. We can't read this whole thing out. <laughs> a lot of this is shorthand. Like, that W with a slash means with. <laughs> but, uh... Who has written this out on why? That is... I mean, what I'm looking at here is... Yeah, gibberish. Unless you really know what the fuck this person... No, I think even if you understand every single word, it's still gibberish. And how does it get into your grocery shopping? That's a good goddamn question. Maybe uh, the person who was like uh, serving you dropped in, went to drop in a little note that said, "Help me! They're holding me hostage. I'm trying to. I've tried to escape Walmart for years, but they've got me like uh, handcuffed to the radiator underneath my desk by my ankles." But instead, they dropped this in. If you ended up like getting this, coming home after your shop at Tesco's or Sainsbury's or whatever, um, what 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 are you doing? What's your reaction to this shit? I'm calling you up and saying, "Rich, I got a weird one for the podcast." Yeah, totally. I totally do the same. A rough, a rough oh, bit of it says secret societies, ties to terrorism, mass shootings, go unreported. JFK, Lincoln, Wilson, warned of SS, a secret sign symbol, uh, size unites SS. Their sim- symbols tie to Saturn, Lord of Rings time. That's, yeah, that's... Uh... I know what the fuck to make of it right now. Not at all. I've got no clue. Me neither. So, this message existed at all uh, is very bizarre. But even more shocking was the discovery that this was not an isolated incident, Joe. <laughs> okay. Reports of the exact same message have been discovered 
going back at least two years. <laughs> what the fuck? The first report I found was a Reddit post from two years ago saying, bought a vest at a Cabela's store and this note was in the front right pocket. <laughs> Not sure what this means and why it was planted there. Can anyone shed light on this? <laughs> it sounds like... Do you remember that uh, mystery podcast we did where there would like appear signs talking about um, a movie idea or something? No. Uh, it, like It was gibberish like this, but there was some, a few overlapping themes that connected and they were appearing in loads of different countries in the world and we're like, who the fuck is doing this and why? And this to me is kind of similar, but a lot of work has gone into this in terms of writing it. Not the delivering it into the grocery bags or the vest or whatever, but... Do you know what it reminds me of? Like a drunk person falling asleep on their keyboard? I mean, yeah, but it also reminds me of that time we were uh, working, uh, teaching guitar in a, in a hall, and yeah. a man came, uh, an unknown man came into the hall uh, and started going to the kitchen, and I don't know if he was making himself a drink, and then you went over to this strange man just to say hello... And uh, he started talking about Satan. This happened to you? No, this happened to you. Oh, was, was it me who went and talked to him? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, I do not remember this at all. And I, I really regret that I don't because this sounds amazing. It was me. I know, what, I you, know the business you're talking about. Me, you and Mike. Do, but I don't remember this gentleman coming in and... Oh, it happened. Me, you and Mike. We <laughs> went to him and he started going on about... He was very polite. We started talking about how he's a Satanist and how, you know, Satan's great and all this stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I don't. I, I think he left quite easily. I think we we said, like, yeah, we kind of got to go. Um, but it was, it, was not, it was a bizarre thing. Anyway, back to the report. That is a bizarre thing. A I'm not sure thing. how uh, that weirdo wandering into a hall and talking about Satan reminds you of this note, though. Hey. Yeah, he showed us something. I can't remember what it was. Um, <laughs> the first report I found... Uh, yeah, I, sorry, I said this bit. In the thread, someone replies, pretty sure I've seen this exact picture of this exact little piece of paper about five months ago where someone claimed it came in a box from Amazon. Someone also mentioned having the same, found the same message in a pair of pants from the Salvation Army. And another Redditor claimed to have seen the same message, message tacked to a tree in an <laughs> unspecific park. <laughs> this message has turned up everywhere, Joe. I like to think whoever did this thought they were going to like ignite some sort of mass hysteria, interest, or worldwide like what the fuck. But it's so complex. I imagine people just went, "What the fuck?" Throw it in the bin. Well, if they know the truth and they're just trying not to get caught by the government because the government will take them down like a government conspiracy. Well, if the way they deliver the truth is by putting little notes in people's like grocery bags and stuff, just don't put it in the bags of the government. Because if this turns up in your shopping bag and it's clearly written with all the real secrets on, how does that make them any more vulnerable than you trying to spend your lifetime figuring out what this means? Because they don't know. They don't know who you are. They don't know that you dropped them there. They don't know who's done this. So am I to believe that uh, normal people like you and me, dum-dums, we can figure this out, but if the government gets hold of it, they'll be like, oh, I don't know what this is. No, no. But they won't be able to find <laughs> out who wrote it. I see. That's the point. Okay, then. 
At the same time as the Reddit's discoveries, residents of uh, Shakil County, Pennsylvania, were finding this message in their groceries, exactly (laughs) where Christine found it two years later. As the Coal Region Canary reports, the folded-up piece of paper was found inside a box of infant Tylenol by a local mother on Wednesday, the June the 3rd. And another woman living over the Schlockwickel, Lebanon <laughs> county line found the it note... like ...inside a box of Duncan Hines, French vanilla oh, cake mix. <laughs> Upon further digging, I discovered this same message was being discovered all across the States. The coal speaker reported that grocery shoppers were discovering the message in products such as chocolate bars, San Giorgio pasta, dog food, and other various sealed boxes. <laughs> the real mystery here is how did Richard get through high school? <laughs> At Sweet Arrow Lake in Pine Grove, Pennsylvania, but also Pottsville, Tamaqua, and Ashland. Uh, venturing into the comment section, wading through the usual dumpster fire of political discourse, revealed people claiming to have found the same message from as far as Gaffersburg, Maryland, and Cuyahoga Valley National Park in Iowa. There's <laughs> <laughs> mysteries everywhere, Joe. It's fucking everywhere. Fuck. Why, why is someone doing this? <laughs> Whoever mentioned Disney at some point. I'm just looking at it now and a bunch of other car browns. <laughs> They they obviously care passionately about this because they put a lot of effort into like putting it everywhere. I think they're more passionate. Look, there's Nazis mentioned here as well. <laughs> they're more passionate about confusing people. Um, given what little we know... Oh, but dude, I forgot. Guess what I found on eBay? Mm-hmm. Listeners, you need to know. Guess what I found on eBay, dude? You found your real birth certificate. I found an original Adolf Hitler piece of artwork <laughs> isn't it like uh like a crime to sell that shit i have no fucking idea but how funny would it be to own a piece of fucking artwork <laughs> well, welcome to my home here let me give you the choice living room this is my pet dog Here's my original hitler <laughs> the funniest thing right is the painting is of a dog um, the painting yeah, is of a dog german shepherds all the time yeah What's that about? I would love it if you talk someone, walk someone through your house, you know, like, here's the living room, here's uh, this and that. And then you said, here's my original Hitler. And as you uh, gesture towards it, you did the little, the raising of the oh, hand. Oh, no. The the right. Here's my original Hitler on the wall. Hitler is awful. We don't like Hitler. Hitler can fuck off. But I, st- I do think it's amazing that you can buy Hitler artwork on eBay. Um, <laughs> given what little we know, how much of this mystery can we solve? First, let's go over the facts. We know, based on the photographs provided a message, that there are at least two variations. One with the word lies, indenting the left side of the text block, and one without. Otherwise, the contents of the message itself appears identical in each case. We know that the message has been found in a tri-state area spanning from Ohio to Pennsylvania to Maryland, and the message seems to have begun appearing in 2020. The majority of messages were discovered in 2020, and at least one has been discovered this year. In most of the reported cases, there may be some that I'm still unaware of. The messages were found inside of factory-sealed boxes with no evidence of tampering. Mm, That is a mystery in a word. I was just looking at the end of this note as well. They appear to be talking about someone called the Dragon Kings. Uh, as like a secret society and it ends with the sign off is basically that um, 
real resistance is growing. Dragon key, dragon kings need disarm, need to either be disarmed in some non-violent, I don't know what. So they're saying we need to take down the dragon kings. I think that's what this person is saying. I don't, I don't think we can take down the dragon kings, Joe. I don't think we're equipped. I know. I watched Game of Thrones. Uh, we can speculate whether this is the work of a single individual or more. And what oh, then... there's a secret society called the Dragon Kings. Yeah. They're like, why has no one ever heard of us? We need to get our name out there. <laughs> we need some press. This I've got an idea. Uh, and no one knows what their motives might be. But uh, I don't believe we have enough evidence to generate a hypothesis. We should therefore limit our inquiry to questions we believe we may answer with reasonable confidence. I decided, not me, the, the person who wrote this, to examine how the messages are getting inside of packages. Yeah. When are they being inserted? Would they have to have been inserted sometime prior to factory sealing? Or was it possible for someone to have inserted them after they were factory sealed without yeah, damaging was, the boxes? How could they have somehow done it after factory sealing and it's resealed? I don't know. Well, there are some problems with the hypothesis of this having been done before the boxes were sealed. First, based on the geography and the fact that not all the specified grocery items were from the same manufacturer or were dry goods, some more refrigerated, they wouldn't have originated from the same facility. Mm-hmm. This would necessarily mean that more than one dozen yeah. individual would dragon, have to be involved. Yeah. This doesn't mean that it's impossible but applying o- Oakham's razor, is that right? Oakham's razor? Oakham's razor? I don't know what the fuck that is. Is less likely than this being the work of a single person. Second, if it is possible to insert the messages after the boxes are factory sealed, again, preferring the simplest explanation with the least number of assumptions, I would argue that it is more likely to be the case that this was done in the store rather than someone either at the warehouse or involved in the distribution having been responsible. I agree with that, actually. I reckon, potentially, this fucking Sherlock someone, Holmes. let's say you bought, I don't know, a, uh, a six-pack of Coke cans. Uh-huh. And you just took it home, you worked on it, you put the message in it, you had your own, like, sealing machine. Because, I mean, if the Coke company has a sealing machine, they exist, so other people can have them. Yep. You take your items home, you put your message in, you seal it up, you return to the store, act like you're shopping, and just pop it back on the shelf. It looks like all the other products, and eventually someone buys it and opens it. That's, that seems like the most likeliest possible, maybe, way... It means that person's a lunatic, but um, <laughs> to go to that much effort. <laughs> I think so too. It does seem like the most reasonable answer. Yeah. Um, warehouse workers are monitored closely and work on tight schedules, so it's less likely someone in a warehouse would have the free time to go around inserting these messages, let alone... Nor do they have the motives or the <laughs> interest, surely. Let alone do so unnoticed. Uh, with delivery drivers... There's the additional problem of the packages already being loaded onto pallets and shrink-wrapped, making it virtually yeah. impossible for them to access it. This is the work of some lone lunatic who's got too much time on their hands. Therefore, I argue it's more likely that these messages are being inserted after the boxes are factory sealed and in a grocery store. So, that leaves the question of how this could be accomplished. And the only way the, to answer... Just the guy talking about Satan. <laughs> oh, I love this. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. And the only way to answer this would be to replicate the process. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is awesome. So that's exactly what I did. 
Yes! I like this. I did not rack up an extensive grocery bill purchasing all the items people reported finding these messages inside just to test them. Demonstrating on just one package, however, proves that it is at least possible to do so, and therefore plausible that the other messages ended up inside those boxes the same way. So that this person fucking did it. They fucking were like, I'm going to fucking put hidden messages in boxes. Yeah. They said, if the companies can seal these things, I can reseal them. Uh, Christine had sent me a photograph of the Lunchables box she bought and the message she found contained inside. After confirming with her the message was printed on your basic computer paper and not something thicker, I used her photos as a reference to create a square of paper of the same size and width, folded to exactly the same size, and had her compare my recreation to the original. I like this detective. This person's going all out. Um, I agree, this person is invested... They're investigating, they're experimenting. I hope they find something out for us. And again, it's very different to any other mystery we've done before. This is like a a, a whole brand new world of mysteries, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Next, I went out and bought myself a Lunchables. These specific boxes are all the same size. Now, how could I get the message inside the box without damaging it or breaking the factory seal? It's got a picture of the Lunchables. The Lunchables has got some random fucking rabbit and some random... Duck or gorilla? I don't even know what that is. With their <laughs> thumbs up, it reminds me of Nesquik cereal. Right. Um, well, it well it turned out to be much easier than I anticipated. <laughs> Pinching the ends. How am I going to do? It's turned out to be fucking easy. Pinching the ends of the box with enough force opened up a space beneath the outer flaps. Looking inside, I could see there are two inner flaps that are roughly an inch long. These become easier to see once the box long uh, is already opened. With Sounds a su- like you're talking about a vagina. <laughs> With a sufficiently flat and long object, I was in my kitchen yes. and had a paring knife close by. It's quite easy to push the folded message past the inner flap and drop it inside the box without causing any obvious damage to the box. Mm-hmm. This person's like fucking... Who's that? Fu- yeah. Who's that? Fu- is it Oliver Twist where they're fucking like pickpocketing and shit? I guess so. I thought you were going to say, like, MacGyver or something. I mean, MacGyver done loads of cool shit. Um, After opening the box to see where it landed, I sent Christine a photo and asked her to confirm where she had found the message. To my delight, my experiment almost perfectly replicated how she found the message. She found hers between the two food packs, but wedged much deeper than mine. However, she confirmed she had ordered her groceries online and picked them up, meaning they had been handled by multiple people before her and likely been jostled around. Had I vigorously mm-hmm. shaken my box before opening it, yeah. my test paper would have ended up just as deep inside. Oh, yeah, baby. So the next question is who and why? Based on this, I believe the simplest conclusion is that someone is going into grocery stores and inserting these messages into factory sealed boxes. However, it is also possible that anyone involved in the process of manufacturing, packaging, or distributing these products may have placed the messages there. The average consumer doesn't think much about how exactly their groceries end up on the store shelf where the groceries come from, or how many hands they may have passed through before being picked up and placed inside your cart. With all that said, how worried. That makes me think of the saying that like every hand you shake has, has touched a dick at some point. Oh, I'm sure it has. Maybe not every, but the majority of hands you shake have Maybe touched a dick. Maybe not every. No, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> not every, because... Yeah. Yeah. But um, every hand you shake has probably shaked the hand of someone who has touched the dick. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, instead of the six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon, what they called it, 
This is the two degrees of dick separation. Uh, with all this said, how worried should people be about their groceries? <laughs> I asked Ben Radford, CSI Research Fellow, member of American Folklore Society, and author of books on mass hysteria and urban legends, <laughs> such as Bad Clowns and Tracking the, the Chupacabra, <laughs> the Vampire Beast, Bad, in fact. <laughs> Bad Clowns sounds like the worst 80s movie ever made. <laughs> Oh my! Uh, people get uneasy when anything they buy seems to be used, touched, or altered without their knowledge. We like to think that a new product just goes from the factory to the store, but of course there are many opportunities for people to add, remove, or change the contents. A note in a jacket pocket is one thing, but a note inside food packaging is another, and mm. makes us wonder what else might have been done, especially by someone who endorses a rambling craze, screed, or manifesto. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. So there's, though there's no clear threat, it's unnerving. People don't need to worry about checking their groceries. They are in far greater danger of ordinary food poisoning caused by bacteria or undercooked food from <laughs> from anything intentionally placed there to harm someone. Sounds like what they're saying is this person's kind of like, you know, Freddy from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Just ignore them and they'll go away. Don't give them attention. Um, it's not just list that presents a greater threat than kooky notes left in your groceries what people really okay you ready for this person's rant now <laughs> what people really ought to be worried about going into public it's a dragon king <laughs> going into public places such as grocery stores um uh, da, 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 is the risk of exposure to SARS COVID-2 <laughs> despite the fact that after two years we've all grown tired of dealing with it or hearing about the global pandemic and news of COVID-19 has recently been eclipsed in the media by novel stories such as Russian invasion of Ukraine <laughs> the risk of coronavirus infections for the unvaccinated and vulnerable is still present and ought to be taken seriously now this like the way you talked about the invasion there like <laughs> air quotes like the Russian invasion <laughs> Convenient, isn't it, Joe, that that's suddenly all on the news? <laughs> this is like true conspiracy theories mentality. <laughs> According to CNN, China has experienced its worst surge in COVID-19 cases yet, far past the peak of Wuhan cases in 2020. And as of April 6th, close to 20,000 new cases have been reported. Dr. Anthony Fockley, director of the National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases and current President Joe Biden's chief medical advisor, recently declared that classical herd immunity may not apply to SARS-CoV-2 and that controlling COVID-19 by increasing herd immunity may be an elusive goal. Basically, this person f went started off by finding a message about rants and conspiracies and has and now they doing their own one. ended it by having their own rant and conspiracy, Joe. <laughs> and Joe and talking about how it's all like a mask for some sort of COVID shit Joe it gets better it gets all right. it fucking gets better and I mean if you want to catch a lunatic <laughs> you sometimes need a lunatic Joe this has gone full circle my friend okay Dragon Kings are back <laughs> this article was written by a dude called JD Sword okay mm. he's an investigator and host of a podcast called The Devil in the Details and he is a member of the Church of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> this couldn't be any more coincidental if we fucking tried. We started this out by talking about some guy who talked to us about Satan in a church once. And now uh, this guy is... I mean, anyone who titles themselves JD, whatever his name is, instead of just saying my name is this and that, 
they're probably a little uh, they've got some they've got some ideas in their heads <laughs> uh, but overall no one knows where that message came from I, I've heard about this story before um, no, no one knows where it's come from it's, it's been all over the country in America it's been found everywhere over the last dizzy chill over the last decade no one can explain it Joe yeah it's someone just having fun do you think it's just someone having fun or do you think it's a group of people having fun um, I don't know if it's more than one person or not more than one person. I don't think it really matters. They might actually just be someone or some people, like the dragons, <laughs> just trying to, like, you know, stir up a bit of a hysteria. Or maybe they genuinely believe this. what they've written is some enlightening truth, like, oh, my God, this is the, this is, um, this is the answer to life itself. Uh, I, I think, revelation. like... Revelation. I don't know. They They went to all this effort, at least, like put a proper message in there do you know what i mean like yeah that's true because if they were just having fun i'd be more likely to just take pictures of my dick and slide them inside things and uh, someone would say oh i got a dick this time but to put that message in there they must truly believe it surely well i mean yeah i maybe it's meant maybe it's coded maybe it is like the zodiac killer and it's coded but it won't make sense until like 50 years later when someone cracks the code <laughs> yeah and then they That's find possible. the old man and finally arrest him. I wonder. That happened with the Zodiac Killer, right? Did they find the Zodiac Killer? No, I don't think they ever really found the Fucking hell. Fuck's sake, people. They had their strong theories or pe- person who they believed it was, but it was never, ever proven, I believe. We've never done the Zodiac Killer mystery, have we? Because it's like, it's too, main- well, it's too mean, mainstream. Well, I mean, all those police people couldn't figure out the text. I don't think we're going <laughs> to. And um, there's a way better movie about it than we could ever make a podcast. See that movie? It's a damn good movie. Yeah, it is a damn good movie. They did. I think they uh, did find the Golden State Killer, though. They did find the Golden State yes, Killer. Yes, 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 they did. It was me. No. Um, do you know what this could potentially be? This is sick, but this maybe this is maybe this is a bit of conspiracy theory on my part. Okay. All these notes in this like packagings could actually just be a marketing scheme by the supermarkets. For. for <laughs> For what? Everyone needs to fucking go grocery shopping anyway to live. Joe. Yeah, but if you know that a certain amount of notes have been found in this particular store, you're like, oh, let's go shop there. We might find one of these crazy notes. But they were in all. Let's diff- buy ten boxes of cereal instead of one. <laughs> we'll finally get a note. They were in all different kinds of cereal, bruh. All different kinds of packaging. Yeah, but the supermarket makes money no matter what it, you buy. It would have been. I bet it wasn't just in a grocery store, bruv. Maybe it was like... Uh, you're right. It wasn't, wasn't in a vest, like a clothes shop. A vest could be a grocery store. That's true, actually. It could it could be. It's, it's a theory. It's probably not a very good one. No, I mean, it's a plausible theory. I am now saying that the person worked in a grocery store of some kind. Yeah, I reckon so. He was probably a regional manager who jumped from store to store, checking <laughs> things out, and he had some crazy conspiracy... Um, that he wanted everyone to know, especially about the fucking what they called the dragon what? The dragon kings. Hey man, he's just he's just doing his bit for like public. He's just trying to keep us all safe by letting us know about the dragon kings. Yeah, man. I mean, he, he probably some guy. You know, he went for a promotion, didn't get it. He's like, I'll fucking show you. Oh, dude, I forgot. I got an update for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, our last our last episode. I think it was was it UFOs. Uh, the Calvin incident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, aliens. A very, um, a very strange tall listener called Duncan Monday sent us some feedback about that case. Okay. 
Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I think, is it this one? No, it's this one. Okay, hopefully, hopefully this records, listeners. If not, I'm going to have to find another way to put this together. Hold on. <laughs> okay, boys. Um, so, I don't think that the picture is in actual fact a... Well, it is technically a UFO, but I don't think it's aliens, green men type of territory. Um, I don't know if you've ever taken a picture of a fast-moving vehicle. It's quite difficult to get it in focus, let alone get two things in focus. Um, yes, there are rumours that they were testing some sort of machine, uh, which is possible. They might very well have been testing some sort of stealth um, flying uh, plane of sorts. But the Cold War was over a year earlier. Uh, it's not likely to have still been rumbling on in 1990. And um, I think you're just as likely that, um, or it's just as likely that that picture there was taken with a little speck of dirt on the camera lens because cameras back then were pretty garbage. That, or when exposed, it may very well have been, um, you know, uh, tampered with somewhat, dropped, scratched. Any of those things could have happened with the film. So to take it as, oh, this is aliens, I think is bollocks. Um, Pit lockers are renowned for people that drink anyway, so they're probably drunk while rambling, and um, that would be a reason why they're so hell bent on their claims of um, UFOs and little green men. But I don't think it is. And for more hot takes and um, decent takes, you can listen to 20 and Go with Rich and Dunk. Um, great podcast. It's a good podcast. We talk about Joe a lot. Joe Month at the moment. Ah, uh, Joe. All right, we're back. We're back. Well, I, I think Duncan hit it on the head that it was all bullshit. <laughs> the, the spec on the screen or the lens of the camera was dropped. Yeah, I go with that. I didn't really see the photo because we were driving. But one thing he said is like, I don't know if you've ever taken a photograph of a fast-moving car, but it's very hard to capture. I have never taken a photograph of a fast-moving car. Have you, Rich? Mm. When I went to Formula One, I did. When I went to Silverstone. Oh, shit. You dudes love Formula One. I listened to your Formula One podcast the other day, and I was just like, I want to text you guys and go sell it to me, because I just don't get it. Do you know, do you know when I'm going to sell it to? Next year, when Lewis Hamilton joins Ferrari. That's when I'm yeah. fucking getting back into it. Isn't it uh, boring, though, because he just wins all the time? <laughs> no, the not recently. Are like, Lewis Hamilton! He didn't win last year. No? No, no. Things are, things are changing, bruv. Oh, shit. Um, so, uh, what, what I liked about that was that Dunk is the first person to give us feedback on a case in, in an episode. I enjoyed that. That was good. Um, Dunk messaged me saying that place where it happened was down the road from where he lives now. <laughs> so he knows shit about it, bruv. And he blames it on fast moving cars and <laughs> alcoholics. Alcoholics, that's right. Alcoholics. I'm, I'm going to uh, link this this mystery here to alcoholics as well. I think our next podcast should be... Dyslexic al- alcoholics. I think our next podcast should be an Alcoholic Anonymous podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where we just get um, drunk people who admit that they, they made up the mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone who's listening, if we've read out one of your drunk fake mysteries, tell us. Yeah, tell us. You can you can tweet us at what what's the X thing, Joe? Uh, at WTF Mysteries. 
or you can email us at thisisdumbproductions at hotmail.co.uk. I'm quickly going to plug other podcasts. There's 20 and Go that I do with Dunk, the legend there, uh, where we have 20 minutes to answer a question but sent in by listeners. And uh, I have a new podcast called Fascinated by Ghosts that I do with my lovely South African friend Nina, where much like this, I tell her a ghost story and she reacts um, in very similar to Joe in very funny ways. Um, and then I have one more podcast, which is um, Get Your Horror On, uh, which me and Laura do where we review and talk about fucking horror movies because we're horror movie geeks. I think that's enough plugging. I think I plug. Joe, have you got anything to plug? Uh, no. My, my, all of my plugs, they're very clean. Uh, I keep a clean house. I haven't blocked the toilet in years. I'm really proud of myself. Well done, man. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Right. Do you want to sign this? No, I, I, I don't have anything going on. I just do this with you. I mean, yeah, I know. You literally yeah. wait. One, one podcast is enough to satisfy me. <laughs> I don't have that insatiable lust for podcasting where you just like, have to have a podcast partner in every port. You know how sailors, they've like, got a girl in every port. Rich has got a podcast partner in every in every country around the world. I mean, it's a problem. I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's, it's a problem. <laughs> Dude, you could invent some new thing. You know how people are always inventing in like mental health conditions that just don't make sense you're like i'm addicted to podcasting i need help yeah man i'm sorry i mowed down those seven people with my car (laughs) (laughs) i'm not to blame i have a disease (laughs) it's a disease i'm a podcastaholic all right uh joe sign this shit off all right um (laughs) just get hard knowing get wide and know that nina is in your head now every time you sign off. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do a little South African joke every time. This one is get hard, get wide, fuck apartheid. <laughs>